Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up next on the What's Chad Doing podcast, Oregon State head coach Jonathan Smith on the Beavers' first top 50 recruiting class since 2013. Trusted voices in Portland radio for more than a decade. Chad Doing. Well, hello, my friends. Thank you once again for taking time to join the What's Chad Doing podcast. Today, we're going to focus on football. Early signing day across the nation in college football. And the Oregon State Beavers, for the first time since 2013, have put together a top 50 recruiting class. Clearly, Jonathan Smith is starting to make progress. He knew when he took over it was going to be a lot of work, and he was taking over a program that was barren in terms of talent after what had taken place before him. But this is a guy that came in with a focus. He loves Corvallis. He played there. He won there, and he understands what it takes. Plus, he loves it there. He loves the city, the town, the, the community. And so who better to sell the program than Jonathan Smith? And for the Beavs, the, the, you can feel the buzz around the program coming off a five-win season, the improvements that they're making, and people are starting to take notice. How does that play out on the recruiting trail with he and his staff? Well, here's what Coach Smith had to say on the new class of Beavers. Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, just really excited about the group we're bringing in. Uh, did take a lot of effort from our staff, and it is a team effort around here. So many contributed to, you know, recruiting these guys, building relationships with them. Feel, you know, feel really good about the class in regards to the balance, you know, about every position. Uh, we were able to add a player or two, and uh, looking forward to working with this group. Now, uh, I like the efficient manner in which you guys put things together. I, I think you had all of your uh, commits in by 10 a.m. How'd you manage to get that done? Yeah, the, you know, there wasn't a lot of drama. You know, we did uh, work pretty hard and uh, felt really good going into the signing date. A lot of these guys were excited to get get it wrapped up in the morning, and so being able to make it official and talk to these guys and and we really landed everybody that that we wanted well coach i want to ask you about this because i i love the way you guys played this season you guys are clearly moving in the right direction there was a lot of good buzz around your program with the improved play did you feel that when you were talking to kids about your program and where you're at when you're on the recruiting trail you and your staff yeah you know we did and it was really taking place throughout the season on phone calls and then in the home visits at the end of the year i think uh you know, most of the kids we recruited are from this West Coast, and they watched Pac-12 football, and they saw what was taking place, and we're moving in the right direction, and they wanted to be a part of it. We're talking with Beavers head coach Jonathan Smith here on the Rip City Drive. Um, once again, you're able to go out and utilize the uh, junior college transfers to augment your program. Just uh, give me your thoughts, you and your staff, on you know the JC transfers, how you want to utilize that, and, and why that's been key for you guys early on. Well, you know, you're looking always to, to add to your each position group when you're looking at the junior college, more immediate, ready to play. I will say another bonus of some of these kids we were able to land out of the junior college have three years to play. With, you know, Tavis Shippen being a defensive lineman, he's got three years to go. Jonathan Riley, a defensive back, plays safety. He's got three years to play. Alton Julian, another DB, he's got three years to play, all of them from junior college, and all of them will be here in January. Um 
And so I think you just got to be unique in different ways of adding to your roster. So, like, those guys were great fits, and they're going to help us. What's your personal philosophy on this? Because, I, you know, I talk to you a lot, and, you know, I, I, I feel like you com- communicate very well and you connect with people well. So what's your approach when you're dealing with youngsters, when you sit down to chat with them and talk with them about the program and what you're trying to build? Well, I, you know, a lot of it is you know, you're excited about, and it's almost easy to sell Oregon State and everything the university represents, and it it can offer offer different different players, and then the program itself, and then the coaches, and then the locker room, the current players we have, and they want to be around and add to that. Uh, there's a lot to sell, and so you're just building relationships and telling the truth. That's what I like doing recruiting. You just tell them what it's like, have them come up on a visit and experience it. And if the fit is right, that's when uh, then it, that's when the magic happens. I, I would imagine it varies, you know, from individual to individual. But what what are some of the common questions that you get from the players when they want to find out about the program? What do they normally ask you? What are they looking to find out? Well, a lot of times it's about opportunity. Obviously, like where they fit in. When can they see the you know the program developing, but also their opportunity to get on the field and and. And they like to talk about, too, the coaches and what they can do with the skill set they have currently and where they can take them. Um, you know, you get a lot of different things, but a lot of times it does come down to opportunity and the fit, and uh, it's a it's an easy place to sell when we're, we're talking to not just recruits and their families. We're talking with Jonathan Smith here on the Rip City Drive. Coach, I want to get your thoughts on a few of these guys, starting with uh, Chance Nolan, who is the number one uh, junior college quarterback. What can you tell me about him? Yeah, Chance, I kind of describe him as a point guard. I mean, he's able to move around, but sees the field great. Gets a good arm and is accurate. Had an awesome year in junior college, and, and it felt really good about him in regards to, you know, he played at Saddleback Junior College, where the, the head coach there I've known for 20 years. Um, and so it's starting talking with him, describing Chance's play, getting to know Chance in the family. Um, and he's got three years to play. He'll be here in January. Um, he's got an opportunity to come in and compete, which he wanted. And we had to, you know, battle against other schools. But at the end of the day, he felt the best fit was at Oregon State. Um, we're excited about him. And I think he took notice of the development that took back, you know, took place with the quarterback position at our place from year one to year two. Jake Luden, I think all of us saw a huge step in his game. And so Chance wants an opportunity to do the same thing. No, there's no question about it. I'm excited to see him ball. What, what about, uh, uh, Tavis Ship in the number three defensive end in junior college. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he's gonna, you know, he is physically ready to go, and he's got three years to play. He needed to take care of a couple things academically this fall, and he did that, which was awesome for him and and his family for him to be able to arrive in, in January, go through spring ball, have three years to do it. But being at the weight he's at, just under two hundred ninety pounds. Uh, we feel like he'll be a difference maker for us pretty immediately. Now, I like this here, Coach. Uh, Alton Julian and Ray Wright are cousins. And, of course, Ray Wright is the brother of uh, Nashawn Wright. So you got a little family affair there. What can you tell me about uh, Julian and Wright? Yeah, Nashawn was huge in that in that process. Alton uh, being a cousin and then and then Ray uh, obviously being his brother. We wanted to bring in some length at, in the secondary. Uh, and both those guys bring that, being well over six foot both of them. And so uh, we're excited about East Palo Alto and all three of them being kind of from the same hometown and, you know, having a little bit of the same makeup. I mean, competitive, athletic, football means a ton to them. Um, that addition's been huge for us. 
All right, another uh, family affair. Uh, Silas Bolden, the brother of Victor Bolden, who was a beeve. Uh, what, what, what can you tell us about Silas? Yeah, he Silas is dynamic now, probably a lot like his brother coming out of high school. I mean, he, he touches the ball, you give him a little space, he can go. We loved him at, at camp in regards to how competitive he was. He really catches the ball well, which, you know, sometimes these guys are super fast, but, you know, getting them the ball might be tough if they can't catch it. Silas can catch it. Um, we also think he's competitive and, you know, a little bit on the smaller size, but ultra-physical and competitive. We thought he was a, a guy that we can find a bunch of different ways to get him the ball. We're talking with Jonathan Smith here on the Rip City Drive. Now, uh, Isaiah Newell, who should be able to help your offense, he's from Walnut Creek, and I know a couple of guys from there. Uh, it's uh, um, Isaiah Hodgins and Isaac Hodgins. What can you tell me about Newell? Yeah, Newell's a big back now. I mean, well over six one. Uh, close to 215 pounds now. Oh, that's a hammer right there, Coach. Yeah, I'm into the big back now. You can give it to him a lot of times. And, you know, doesn't get worn down. More or less wears down the defense being that big and that physical. I think he catches it well, too. And so we thought his skill set and frame were huge. He had an awesome junior year. That's when we had, we had offered him, and they came up with his mom in the summer and just continued to build that relationship. I think he's a great gift for us out of Northern California. All right, two guys from the state of Oregon. First off, what can you tell me about Junior Walling from Kaiser? Yeah, Junior, yeah, makes it physical. Now, you know, great frame, plays the game like it's supposed to be played and, and loves the contact of it. You know, his dad played at Oregon State, so he's got a little bit of the legacy um, with that. And so we're, I'm, we're always looking for players out of the state of Oregon. I think there's players in this state that can help us win games, and so we always want to, through that and so junior is a part of that john miller uh our first commitment out of this class and he jumped on board early uh, i feel great about him you should have seen him play some offense we're counting on him playing defense but shoot he even on offense he's catching the ball scoring touchdowns got to see him play in person uh both those guys are going to help us and you mentioned uh the chance is going to enroll early. And I think there's going to be a number of guys in your class are going to do the same thing and roll early, maybe double digits. Uh, how helpful is it to get guys into the school early and get them around the program? How much of a benefit is that? Yeah, it is huge. You know, just because they've got more time to get in the weight room, learn the scheme, and then go through spring practice. We're having nine right now. The number's at nine. I might add to that to have guys come through, get started in January, get acclimated to school in the weight room, and get bigger, stronger, leads into spring practice in March and April. It's a huge head start uh, for all those guys. And then, you know, hopefully a good amount of them can help us in the fall. So what was the consensus between you and your staff? Well, you know, when you when you look at the uh, the group of players you're bringing in today, are you guys satisfied with that? I mean, I mean are you guys – I mean, you're always looking to improve, I know, but are you happy with the, the production so far? You know, I really am, just in regards to the balance of it, in regards to we got a lot of – you know, positions recruited to add to the depth of each position group and created more competition in each position group. We, you know, every college is football. You're always going to need to replace guys every year. I think we've done a great job of that. We still were allowed to save a spot or two as we continue into January and February here. But we feel awesome about this group. I think we got help at every position. And, again, almost half of them are coming in January. All right. Do you – um what are you trying to accomplish between now and February 5th on National Signing Day? Yeah, you know, now that the, kind of the dust is settled and kind of see what we were able to land, 
um, on this first signing date. We'll take a good look at what's available in January. Still going to continue to chase some guys. And, you know, how this college football is, it's ever-changing with, yes. you know, the transfer portal and what's going to be the best fit, whether it's a high school player, junior college, or the portal. Um, but we're always going to be looking to add good players to our roster. And what's next for you? So you'll, you'll just go right back on the recruiting trail. Do you get a chance to breathe a little bit? Or what's the next step for you? What's on the calendar? Yeah, we do get a little little time off. And we uh, you got the holidays coming. We'll be able to spend that. And I think our coaches deserve it to have a little time with the family. We've been traveling, grinding through this season. I mean, they haven't had a day off since, you know, the start of August. Um, and so we'll take a deep breath here for a week or two. And then we'll definitely hit the the recruiting trail hard in January. All right, coach, I, I need your help on something. Not, I don't need help with a, an offensive play, but I, it, you're, you have a busy schedule like I do. Like the football and basketball is killing me right now. So how does a, how does Jonathan Smith find time to shop for Christmas presents? <laughs> how do you do it? Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not easy. You go on Amazon or are you going to sneak out of the house for a couple of moments over the next few days? How do you do it? Yeah. Okay. If you want the total truth, yes. I did ask my wife, like what she's looking for. She texts <laughs> me some ideas. So then I forward that on to the football department and they made an order on Amazon for me. I've just, that's the total truth. It's uh, the, the football department helped me order a, a couple of things. And, and I will say then I got about a week left here to, to wrap up everything else. Man, that's such a boss move. You know what I need? I need a staff okay. and I need to delegate like that. I love that. Now, so what, um, what What? the heck does someone get you? Like, I always get told that I'm hard to shop for, but what do you buy someone who's a head coach of Oregon State? Like, that? what are you looking for for Christmas? You know, I because the yeah, same thing. My wife asked me what I'm looking for. And, <laughs> uh, I do like outdoor activities, so I'm always looking for something oh, nice. to do during the winter or the summer, something around that. We spend a decent amount of time on the lake and, and things. I'm always into a good book. Someone, you know, you read a book or two that you really like, you know, getting something like that. Um, and then I, I, I like surprises, man. So just think oh. of something. And, and that's what I told my wife. I was just think of something you know me and think about something <laughs> I like. I love it. Now, when you read books, do you like to do it via Kindle or do you like the actual book in hand? I'm, I'm a book in hand guy. Oh, I really so am. Now, I, uh, I don't know. It's just something about turning the page and having the book or being able to write in it. Um, and keep it. I've I've never gotten to the point where I'm watching, you know, reading it on my iPad or or Kindle. All right, I've got two more questions for you. Are you, now you're you're on the same age I am. Did you grow up? Are you a Star Wars guy? Yeah, you know, I've actually picked up on it. I wasn't when I was younger, but nice. I've watched uh, a couple of them now to try to catch up. I hear it's coming out. A new one's coming out. Yeah, here. tomorrow night. See, now that you got some time off, you might be able to go hit that with the kids. And then the other question I was like. My mom, for years, like, we always get to open a present, like, on Christmas Eve. It's like, And it's always the same thing. It's pajamas. Do you guys – do you get, like, Christmas pajamas every year, or is there something your wife does that you know what's coming and that's just kind of the tradition? That's funny. That is That has been our deal with our <laughs> you young kids. You do the kids. same thing, and don't you? Yeah, yeah, you want to open a gift on Christmas Eve? Well, here you go. And it is, it's been pajamas <laughs> the last few years. Oh, that's great. Well, Coach um, – Congratulations. I know that um, your work is not done. you got a lot of more work to do. I'm just happy to see the uh, progress. I know you're thrilled, and you should be. First uh, top 50 class since 2013, and we can feel the momentum and the buzz around the program. It's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, man. A lot of work goes into it, and we do feel good about the work taking place, and we got some momentum. And, yeah, every year's new, so next year's going to be new. we got a ton of work to, to get to the spot where we want to, but I feel like we're heading in the right direction. All right. Merry Christmas, Coach. We'll talk to you uh, in a few weeks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the What's Chad Doing podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.